In this episode, we're looking at the classic gummy bear, one that you can make at home that's going to taste a lot like the one that you bought at the store, only better because you made it yourself and you know exactly what went in it. Welcome to Bite Me, the show about edibles where I help you take control of your high life. Should make that into a little jingle, shouldn't I? I'm your host, Marge. And I just want to say thank you for listening. I'm so glad you're here and I hope you get something out of this episode. I think you will because I've tried a lot of gummy recipes in recent history because I'm doing a series on the classic gummy. And from my first attempt a couple weeks ago that did not turn out very well to a few other attempts, this particular recipe really wins hands down. So... This recipe was also sent to me from someone who I'm excited to share soon that is going to be coming on the podcast, but they shared this recipe with me. And the interesting thing about it was I checked out the website. I followed this person on Instagram. I'll show all that stuff later, but this uh, particular woman seemed to have a lot of uh, knowledge when it comes to making gummy candies and just gummies in general, hard candies, lollipops, all that kind of thing. And it turns out that this woman who knows so much is the mother of a coworker. And I was like, wow, what a small world. So that was just kind of a neat little connection. I have never met this person and it was a total fluke that we happened to cross paths. And here we are. So like I said, after trying a few different gummy recipes, a few that did not turn out, some that have been completely disappointing, I am it's safe to say that this recipe is going to work for you. And I'm going to tell you, the other great thing about it is that it wasn't that difficult to make. It wasn't super complicated. It didn't take that long. And that's what that's one of the great things about this recipe. So the recipe comes from Diamond Delight Edibles. And I'm going to link to it to her website, where she mentions, it's funny, she has right in the very first paragraph of the page where the recipe is, have you tried making gummies with cannabis butter in the past and it turned out horrible? I can tell you exactly why and how to make store quality gummy bears using cannabis butter. And I was just like, what? This is, this is for me. This is exactly what I've been looking for. Now, I should say that when I made this recipe, I did not use cannabis butter. But what I did use was MCT oil. And it's because I had MCT oil already infused. I had the MCT oil from when I was making the massage oil a couple recipes back and I had infused a pretty big jar, like a couple cups of MCT oil, obviously still had some left and the recipe called for a melted cannabis butter. So I thought, well, why wouldn't this work? You have sort of a flavorless infused product already to go. And I found that the MCT oil worked really well for this purpose. So if you happen to have something, if you made that massage oil and you have some extra, that's definitely something that's going to work with this recipe. But it was originally written to use melted cannabis butter. So if you have cannabis butter kicking around, use that by all means. It should work because from what I can tell from what she's writing, She's tried a whole bunch of different stuff and is sharing the candy making process and the things that she learned with her audience. So I'm sharing it with you. The great thing about this recipe is that it makes a lot of gummy bears. So of course, I didn't use a gummy recipe or sorry, a gummy molds. I had something else instead, actually the magical butter molds that I I have 
and I'm still 100% behind those. I think they're fantastic. So it says that it makes 100 bears, and depending on the size of your molds, that number may or may not change, but this recipe makes quite a few at a time, which is great. It also uses like ingredients that are relatively easy to get. You're not going to have too much trouble. They're not specialty. You're not going to have to go to any specialty supply stores. You can pick up most of the stuff at the grocery store. So while you're you know, picking out dinner for your Friday night, you can also pick up a couple items to make some gummies. And the ease, the accessibility of this recipe is one of the things that I like about it. So what do you need? You need a box of jello. You probably have some of that in the back of the cupboard. Anyway, you have unflavored gelatin. That may be something you don't have on hand. You have a couple of options as far as that goes. I do have a canister of unflavored gelatin um, that I just bought. I probably bought it on Amazon originally, but you can get it at like health food stores and, and places like that as well. Bulk, bulk barns. Um, there's also those Knox packets that you can get of gelatin. It does call for two tablespoons, so you might need a few packs, but if in a pinch, if you're at the grocery store and you're in the aisle uh, where they have the baking stuff where you might buy the things for making jam or something like that, that's where you're going to find this stuff. And, and that will also work. You need citric acid. Now I used citric acid because I have a lifetime supply in my cupboard from when I bought some before. But of course, I have read other places that lemon juice would work in place of the citric acid, it's going to achieve the same effect. You need a half cup of corn syrup, you need a half cup of water or juice, usually they're going to recommend juice, just because it adds more flavor, you need a quarter cup of boiled water. Well, if you own a kettle or a stove, that shouldn't be a problem. You need your cannabis butter melted, which is why the MCT oil works well here. And you need the half teaspoon of guar gum because the guar gum is going to help emulsify and bring all the products together, like the water-based and the oil-based stuff so that it stays mixed. And that's a pretty key ingredient. Now you only need a small amount, a half teaspoon. And that's again, something you can pick up at most health food stores, probably well-stocked grocery stores, or you can just buy it on Amazon or something like that too. That's really going to help these gummies stay mixed in a way that you want. And this recipe definitely gives the gummies a texture and a feel like a classic gummy bear. And that's why I love it. And it was so easy to do. And so once you have all your ingredients gathered, then you're going to want to get your molds. I used silicone molds again, because I find you don't have to spray them and things pop out really easily. Once again, I use the Magical Butter Machine molds and I really like them. I am going to say after using them a few times now in recent uh, in the recent weeks that the smaller ones are so tedious to get things out. Like it's, sometimes it's nice if you want like a microdose gummy or you want something pretty small, but fuck, they're such a pain in the ass to get out. And the, I don't know how many are in the mold, I forget, but there's a whole bunch. And I just do prefer the bigger ones because it's way easier to get the, the stuff out. So you might have to factor in, but that's my personal preference. If you like smaller ones, I just, I just find they're tedious. But again, the more solid silicone tray with the lid is super fantastic for stacking um, in the fridge if you're doing that. And I just think they're great. Also, the silicone measuring cups make pouring into the molds even better because you can hold them and kind of squeeze. And I find them a lot better than using like a glass measuring cup or something like that. Just being able to squeeze, it really helps you to control in a way. Of course, I think I mentioned in last week's episode, if you had like a like an old squeeze bottle, say I used 
um, an empty used honey jar with the, the squeeze top or something to that effect. You could wash that out and use that too in a pinch as well. No problem. So get creative, of course, because there's no sense of running out and buying stuff that you're going to have in your cupboard that's not going to be used. Uh, because yeah, why bother? Why add more waste into your life if you don't need to? So essentially, I mean, there's a few steps to doing this kind of thing, but it wasn't that complicated. You're, you're adding your boiled water with your jello, your corn syrup and your citric acid on a double broiler. You're letting it heat on low and then in a separate bowl, and you're going to find a step like this in almost every gummy recipe that you see, you're going to be adding your cold water or juice, and you're going to be sprinkling the unflavored gelatin on top and you stir it so there's no clumps and you're going to let it bloom. This is a very common thing that you're going to see in gummy recipes. Now I should say here, when I was making this particular one, I went to go make the gummies. I was like, I have everything I need because I was trying to be prepared just like I was instructing you guys to do in last week's episode. And I opened my fridge door and I was like, damn it, I don't have any juice. I don't have any juice. And you know, it was one of those days where I was kind of like, oh, I got to make these gummies. The last ones didn't turn out that great. And I really didn't feel like making another trip to the store. And of course, yeah, sure. I've said use Instacart. I've used Instacart when it's convenient in moments like that. But of course, you need a minimum order of 35 bucks. And so I was just like, I don't want to do that either. So I improvised. And you know what I did? I took some and it seemed to work pretty good. I'm a little proud of myself, actually. I took some frozen fruit that I had in the freezer because I like to make smoothies a lot. And I added some water and I mixed it in the blender at high speed until it made it like a juice. And that seemed to work just fine. So if you have juice, it might be easier because obviously the consistency is like this. I was just kind of winging it to make this juice, but it seemed to work in a pinch. So if you do what I did and you walk to your fridge and you don't have the one of the items that you think you might need, See if you can improvise. You never know what you might come up with. And I'm going to say that the taste of these gummies, you would never know that I used uh, a home, a home blended juice. Doesn't that sound nicer? Yeah, it was a home blended juice. So in any case, um, don't let something like that slow you down. While you have your double broiler heating and you have your gelatin blooming, sounds so spring-like, doesn't it? You add... Once you let the, the gelatin bloom for a few minutes, you're going to add it to the jello syrup mix. You're going to combine it all. And then when it's ready, you remove, remove it from the heat. I poured it into my, um, actually before you remove it from the heat, then it says add flavor, color, cannabis butter, and guar gum. And funnily enough, she didn't add flavor or, um, she didn't add the flavor or color in the list of ingredients. So I didn't even think to do any of those things. And honestly, because you're using like a flavored gel, you don't really need to add color unless you're trying to change it from something else. But I did like a raspberry or strawberry color. So they were like a bright red. They definitely didn't need any color. And as far as flavor goes, well, I, again, it, did, it didn't seem to need the flavor. But you are going to stir in your cannabis, your melted cannabis infusion here and the guar gum. And then you're going to whisk it or use a hand blender. I just used a whisk because I don't have a hand blender anymore. I think I gave it away. Um, and you're going to emulsify it really well. Then you're going to pour it into your cup or into your squeezy bottle or whatever it is. And um, you're going to pour it into your molds. If you're using the silicone molds, you don't need to do cooking spray or anything like that. But if you aren't, you just want to make sure that you're doing, you are adding that just so that they pop out easier. But that's again, one of the advantages of using a silicone tray is that you don't have to worry about that extra step. And you're just going to put the, that hot liquid into your candy molds. 
Then you're going to place them in the fridge for 20 or 30 minutes or until they set. And again, this is where the lids for the molds. So if you have the magical gummy or the magical butter machine molds, those are great. I'm sure you might be able to find some elsewhere as well, but I just have those ones. I've been using them. I think they're wonderful. Uh, stack them in your fridge, let them set. And then this is where, this is the step that I think makes a difference of having okay gummies to great gummies. Because at first I was just like, mm, I'm not really too sure about these. They didn't seem, at first they didn't seem, they didn't seem very firm. They seemed way too soft. But what after they set, after that half an hour, you're going to push them out of the molds and arrange them on a baking sheet uh, I actually put them in a big glass baking dish and you stand them upright and you let them sit this way for two days, 48 hours. Then you lay them on their backs for another 24 hours. What I ended up doing is I didn't, I just laid them, maybe I should have stood them up. Um, I didn't do that, but I probably should have. But really having that three day cure time uh, it says here in her, in her page that the process will help the bears to dehydrate. So they are chewy, like the originals, depending on your climate, your gummy bears may have shrunken enough after 24 hours. If not leave them out until they are chewy, toss them around every so often as they dry out. When they are chewy enough for you, seal them up in an airtight container or Ziploc bag and keep them stored in that container. Uh, and honestly, I did leave them out for the 48 hours and, or sorry, the, the 48 hours plus the 24 hours. I left them out for the three days. And I didn't really, I guess I did taste them before that, but the three days really gave the consistency. It might've been faster. I mean, it's been pretty cold here lately, so it might've been a bit faster if this was the summertime because I just left them out on my kitchen table. They weren't refrigerated or anything. So if you're in a warmer climate, climate, you might be able to do it in less time, but it really made a difference. And these gummies are like, maybe not exactly like what you'd get in the store, but they're pretty damn close. I'm not going to lie. And I think, yeah, they're pretty damn close. And this recipe is fantastic. Like I said, after what I just described, I mean, how can you not want to make these? Um, they're really, they're really great. And again, a pretty simple recipe put to put together. Ironically, there was another recipe for prof more professional candy makers. Now that I think about it, the person who originally sent me this recipe linked to a recipe on Diamond Delight's website. Um, and within that article was a link to more of a beginner's guide to making uh, gummy bears with canvas butter, just like the real thing. And I clicked on that one. And that's the one I ended up making because I was just like, I don't want a whole bunch of specialty ingredients that I have to go buy or anything like that. And these were great. I'm not sure that going the, the more quote unquote professional route that she might have on her website is really going to change the results all that much. But I'll see if I can find it on her website anyway and link to it in case you are interested in learning more or trying that particular recipe out. I haven't tried it yet, but I was so satisfied with this particular one that you may not need to go that route. And again, this is a recipe that's going to use everyday ingredients that are easy to find and it's, and you're going to be happy with the results. So that's the recipe for this week, you guys. I'm really excited about it and I hope you give it a shot. And if you do send me your pictures, I'd love to see them. You can send me an email, tell me about what you think, or if you have any other ideas for recipes for this particular show. I do have more gummy recipes coming up that are going to be a little bit different because I'm trying to do different ones. I think next week is more of a pâté de fruits, which has turned out 
remarkably well. I'm pretty excited about that one too, with a few caveats, because I did learn a couple of things that you may or may not. Actually, no, I did learn a couple of things making that recipe that I'll share with you that you shouldn't do. So <laughs> there's always some of those. So needless to say, you guys, I've been eating a fuck ton of edibles lately. And I'm not going to lie, I've been pretty happy about it. I love edibles. So edibles, what am I saying? Oh, it's been a long day. I've been eating a lot of gummies lately. And I love gummies. I really do. And I'm pretty happy that they're also infused so I don't eat too many. But I also do think I made this last batch probably not strong enough because I do have to eat a few to, to get where I want to be. But that's okay because there's nothing that's going to make Marge happier than a handful of gummies in the evening after a long day when I'm ready to put my feet up. So I think that's it for this week, my friends. There's lots of exciting things coming up. I've got some more guests that I'm lining up as well. So I'm excited about that. The spring is coming. The days are getting longer. I can't help but be super excited for it. So until next week, my friends, stay high.